Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Did you go to the Iceplex all the time in middle school? No, because okay. it was like 45 minutes away from my house. That's right. Okay, so for some reason, um, where I lived, everybody in my school, the thing to do was to go to the Iceplex. Listen, I love ice skating. <laughs> I love ice skating. We middle schoolers would shred it. At the Iceplex. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and if you didn't go to the Iceplex, you were poor and a loser. <laughs> you were poor and a loser. <laughs> and a loser. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I I was... <laughs> I used to go to the roller rink a lot in elementary school when, okay. when I still lived on Long Island because it was <laughs> okay. a very popular birthday yeah. party yeah. experience. Mm, mm. Love the roller rink. Oh, yeah. And also the ice skating rink. Yeah. But I didn't do that as much because it was 45 minutes away from my house. And my right. parents said, no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Not driving like something you there. A, sounds like something a poor person would say. <laughs> Thank you for listening to, I almost just said the title of my book instead of the title of the podcast. <laughs> a podcast of Smut and Dragons. I'm Jillian. I'm Maggie. We're going to be talking about books today. Or something. Who's going first? Are we, are, or something. Or something. <laughs> um, I figured I'd do this first. Yeah, go ahead. Just to go ahead and do a plug before y'all get right in. Um, I want to go ahead and plug my friend Jordan Howell, our friend Jordan yeah. Howell wrote a book of poetry and it is beautiful it's sincere it's adorable it's all of those things it's called ramblings of a kaleidoscope heart and it is um on the cover is actually a photo of her grandmother Oh, I didn't know that yeah so this is her grandmother from the 1940s oh that's cute read the and one she, that I liked Okay, well, I'm going to read this one real quick. Oh, read that Um, one. So the dedication is to her grandma, Ramona. Thank you for my smile. And she says that because um, I remember her telling me this, that she looks like her grandmother. Mm -hmm. At least she saw young photos of her. 
And it says, uh, so this poem is titled Ramona. This is the first one. I used to despise my dimpled chin. It felt too big for my face. Recently, I saw a picture of my grandma Ramona in the 1940s. Sparkling eyes, beautiful dimpled chin smile. Her face and mine are time machine mirrors in motion. And now every time I cannot contain my joy and have no choice but to smile, I think how thrilling I get to share her warmth to the world now that she no longer can. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read the one that you love too. And all of these, it's just so cool because all of these are like, I remember, she's been working on this probably for about two or three years. Um, some, one of this is, one of these is like from 2016. Yeah. Um, but she's, these are all like, I remember her telling me stories about these occurrences, these dates that she's been on or just different instances in her life. And it's just so cool to see it now all put into a book like this. Okay. So this is Jillian's favorite, my favorite distraction. I was reading a book. You walked in, sat beside me placed your hand on my lower back and kept it there as I tried to focus on the words. I couldn't even tell you the title of the book now, but I still remember the heat from your hand and the sound of the book as it hit the floor. That's good. It's That's good. So good. That's so great for our podcast. I know. That one makes me feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I like that one. Anyway, so that is uh, Ramblings of a Kaleidoscope Heart. It is available on Amazon um, in paperback, and it is just a little guy. It's just a little guy. It's so cute, and I'm I'm so proud, so proud of her. So yeah. go buy it. Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and get into our other bookie books. So our bookie books. Are so you going first? Books. Am I going first? We're going to do rock, paper, We're gonna scissors. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors still. Okay, ready? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't pick scissors first. <laughs> Don't pick scissors first. We we pick scissors every single. We week every single time we always both do scissors, and you know what that means. <laughs> no, I don't know what that means. Only the gays do scissors first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm actually turning red. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, she really got me there. All right, okay. So here we go. It's just mostly me. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Don't do scissors You did scissors first. All right, well, you won, so you get to go first. Okay, so the book I brought today is a manga. Oh. I know. I'm excited. We're branching out a little bit. Okay. okay. It's called Sweat and Soap. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. It is called Sweat and Soap. Okay. Don't get scared off by the title. <laughs> I know it's kind of a weird title. No, it's fine. But it's so cute. Okay. okay. So, Sweat and Soap is about this couple that is right here on the front. Their names are Asako and Gotaro. Okay. Uh, I had to write down their names because it's been a hot minute since I, right. since I read this. <laughs> um, but their names are Asako and Kotaro. He is one of the... Um, they work in a soap company, like a soap and like fragrance and like body wash mm, okay. company. It's an office romance. Oh. Um, and he is like higher up on the on the uh, on the creative team and like actually creating the fragrances and like deciding what the lines and are going to be. Like an assembly line grunt. No, no, or no, 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 no. Okay. She works in the finance department. She's an accountant. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> and um, she 
has like hyperhidrosis and like she's I know a sweaty girl she's a sweaty queen oh man she's a sweaty queen and she is very self-conscious listen about I too have hyperhidrosis about her, about her sweat and her odor because she was made fun of relentlessly as a child for her oh, odor and for being moist <laughs> And so she has always loved the soap from this company because she uses like the body spray and like the soaps and like all of the all of these products with these like scents that she loves, like sort of obsessively to mask any odor that belongs to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is in charge of creating the scents and the lines. And he's got a really, really good nose, like really good nose. Mm -hmm. Like it's it it's insane. Yeah. And she is sort of in the lobby of the office, like, walking in. Like, I don't remember if she's late or something, but, like, she walks in. And he walks in sort of, like, right after her. And he, like, catches a whiff from, like, behind her. And he's like, what the fuck is that? What is that smell? That is not, like, anything I've ever smelled before. And I need to capture it for the new line. And it's just her? Yeah. And he corners her. And and he's, like, smelling her. And she's like, ah! sorry if I smell bad like and she's freaking out and then as soon as he realizes she's freaking out he's like oh my god I'm sorry I'm being a major creep and like you don't smell bad that's not the reason why I was over here (laughs) in fact it's really the opposite it's really the opposite I don't know if that's better (laughs) it's really really the opposite and um he's like I really really would like to work with you to try to figure this out to create this scent for the new line so he wants to like have meetings with her and like a set like assess her smell (laughs) oh my god it sounds but and also the art is just very cute i don't know why but (laughs) but mangas feel like such a they always have storylines that i feel like you never find in like american or western uh storylines in general I just feel like their stuff is so creative and different I don't know yeah it's and sometimes it's it's like wow (laughs) (laughs) what a wild fucking concept but all right I'm on board (laughs) I'm, I'm here for it and and yeah so they start meeting and like she's still sort of embarrassed by it and then they start to like kind of you know have like cute little feelings for each other and things start to get like a little a little heated and um but it's like a real like adult relationship like that's like one of the things with mangas is like sometimes people feel like it's really hard to find like adults (laughs) stories about adults right um and not like high school children yeah um but this is adults that work at a company and they're full-fledged people and they do they're well, they I, do. Did I get? Did I you, get down? They do get down. Um, they do get down, and it's very sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet, and um, but yeah, they're they're like full blown adults that like work in this office, and they have like real people issues, like okay. her insecurities, and like f- like fear of commitment when things start to get like more serious, like like it's yeah. it's very real and and very sweet. Okay, I'm just I'm so excited about the hyperhidrosis representation. I know, I know. I've 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 tried to get you on this before. I've mentioned it on a Snapchat. And I'm really I'm really ready. And I want and it. it's it's time. It's, it's time. It's time. Sweaty girls unite. It's time for sweaty girls to <laughs> unite. Okay, here is here is a one star review. Creepy and the girl cries too much. <laughs>
there were some people in their one star reviews and this is why I was like we were I was looking at these at the at the kitchen table a little while ago and I was like okay you're being dramatic because (laughs) because because someone wrote this like whole long review about how he was how they were like I couldn't get into it he sexually assaulted her in the first chapter and I was like okay he cornered her in the office lobby and smelled her because he was overcome by how good the smell was and smelled her for a moment and then she started to freak out and he went oh my god and backed away immediately (laughs) that is not a sexual assault that's maybe sexual harassment (laughs) that is not an assault yeah and he was immediately like i'm sorry and then gained got into a consensual agreement for him to do this yeah so i don't know i think people are being a a little bit dramatic on that but maybe if you're particularly sensitive to um, sexual assault topics, maybe that would be a little much for you. But I... It's like one instance. It's one panel. And it's honestly kind of hot, that it's panel. a little hot. <laughs> he's it's got a, his nose near her neck. And he's like, and he's like up, and then like, she's like up against a wall and he's like got his arm on the wall. <laughs> And, um, and she's, I know, and she's so embarrassed. She's like, I apologize for the smell. I know it's unpleasant. All I ask is that you spare my life. (laughs) And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. Also, your son's not unpleasant at all. And it's just like them. It's really sweet. And they go on like work trips and like, and they keep their relationship like a secret for a while but not because of any reason other than like she's worried about how how people will react because she views him as like this hot like big wig at the company yeah. and she's just like this like peon in the finance department oh my and God. meanwhile he's like i would tell everyone like right now if you wanted to but if you want to keep it a secret until you're ready oh that's fine God. and it's so cute it's so good oh oh it's an office romance, right? So there's a whole ensemble of characters as well. It's not just all about them because they get like other people involved. Like she has a boss in like her department mm-hmm. who is just like the sweetest guy who's like, I will support you in like anything ever and I will give you all kinds of advice. I've been married to my husband for like 14 years <laughs> and uh, and we'll just like give her advice and then like they're friends at the workplace mm-hmm. and like they, they, they start to get like really friendly with each other's friends and like like building these relationships and then it comes out and everyone's like so happy for them like there's even one character that's like her friend that has had a crush on Kotaro for like she's had a crush on him forever yeah and he it's actually I think his assistant and he has to sort of like let her down and like be like no like I'm with Asako and then like she ends up talking to Asako later and being like essentially apologizing if she like overstepped and being like you guys are great and like they all become very close friends later and it's like rectified but it's like these very everyday issues that they work through very you know sometimes they blow up and like don't talk for a hot minute and but they always work through it in a very healthy and real way and it's nice sometimes to have these stories that even if it has sort of like a a ridiculous pitch yeah the actual content of the relationship and the way that it sort of blooms and grows over time is very real and very relatable yeah and the issues that they that they come into contact with are very real and very relatable and they're things that that 
Everybody is well, dealt with. Well, and this is a cozy story for sure. This yeah. feels like it's a cozy story, which they are becoming, cozy stories are becoming more popular. Because mm-hmm. not It's everyone, a slice of life. Yeah, it's a it's, slice of life. It's a slice, slice of life. It's it's not high stakes. Yeah. You're watching this couple grow and become closer and it's just very cute and very sweet. I would watch that show. Too, I though. would love for them to make an anime of this, but I don't know if they will. I would watch it. But I would like watch a, I would watch a hentai of it, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, how many peppers? This is like three peppers. Okay. I think it's let me look at our pepper scale Yeah, again. remind me of the pepper scale. The pepper scale. One, implied spicy situations. Two, fade to black. Three, occasional spicy scene. But they're less detailed and the plot still takes the front seat. Yeah, I'd say okay. this is three peppers. <laughs> we don't see nipples. It's just blank poops. <laughs> Which is very common in, in manga. You see, you see the spice happening, but you don't see anything. It's like hands and like shoulders and like you see them like kiss and you see you see like them and but they're covered but the important things are covered by the blanket right it's like that okay so i'd call that three okay i like it and there's maybe I like love, i love a good three yeah it was it's a solid three it's I a solid a three three peps story that yeah it's just enough it gets the people going it gets the people going <laughs> oh my gosh you're gonna get me going just flipping through it right now um, I did bring all of, like, I brought the first four volumes with me to just to hand to you and be okay, like, great. here you go. Because I'm currently missing five and seven. Okay. Um, so I have one through four and then I have, I'm missing a couple in the middle. But you can get them online too. But you can get them on Amazon. It is Sweat and Soap by Kintetsu Yamada. Okay. And how many times have I said it's very cute and sweet? But yes, it's both of Look, those things. It should be the tagline. And, and Very I was talking. I was talking to Andrew because I was between two mangas to talk about today, and I was like, "Which one should I talk about?" And he was like, "I don't know. Maybe you just ask Maggie. Do you like?" She was like, "One sweet and one sweet and spicy." So you say, "Do you want Cool Ranch Doritos or do you want Sweet Chili Doritos?" <laughs> And okay, so that's that's been my book. Let's see, let's hear about let's hear about your book. Oh, did I give it stars? No, you didn't. Give it stars. I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's five stars. Oh, yay. I don't have I don't have a I don't have a single note. Yay! This is a five star for me. Five stars, it. three peppers. Yeah, I love it. Okay, all right. So yes, my books that I'm talking about. Yes. This is not cute and sweet. Okay. The this is high fantasy, dark, lots of stuff going on. Okay. This is a heavy shit. Okay. <laughs> heavy shit. This is the Seven Kenning series by Kevin Hearn. Oh, now, is this our first male author? No. 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 Legends and Lattes is written by a man, right? Was Travis. Yeah. We haven't done many male authors. No. I don't read that many male authors. (laughs) They don't deserve my eyes. (laughs) I don't trust a male author writing a romance. Mm, Yeah. I don't trust it. Um, Yeah. So, okay. So, this guy has written quite a bit of stuff. He's got the Iron Druid Chronicles. He's got Oberon's... Meaty mysteries. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what that. Did means. you say Oberon's meaty? M e a t y. M e a t y mysteries. Uh, we've got the purloined poodle and the squirrel on the train. That is something I did not know. 
Um, and now I'm going to have to look up those books. Okay, so he wrote the Iron Druid Chronicles. These are really popular. Haven't read them. Uh, but this is the Seven Kennings series. Mm-hmm. So the first book, A Plague of Giants, um, this is a map book. Okay, Ooh. so we got to have a map. And we have even a dramatis persona. Oh my God, we love a dramatis persona. Now, the great thing about the dramatis persona in these books that I do like is that the characters that come up we even I love have that little they, sketches. I know. Of them. I love the little sketches. Those are so cute. It's very cute. It is one of my favorite things about these books. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of world building Thank information you. before we get into like narration. Thank you. World building. So in this series, there are six kennings that are known. Okay. <laughs> You guys missed the heavy winking that, that I was there just given. There is a wink, wink. Sorry, I forgot this was on audio media. For a there is, uh, th- so this book is called the Seven Kennings series, just FYI. Yeah. Uh, but, there but there are six. There are six, wink, wink, known Kennings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And known these, being the keyword. So Kennings, K-E-N-N-I-N-G, mm-hmm. uh, are basically like powers. Right. Like, and they're, they're kind of these blessings. And in order for people to get them, they have to go basically through a life-altering um, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <clears throat> trauma-based magic. Kind of a trauma-based magic, but it is very specific to the Kenning. So each nation that was founded in this universe mm. um, was built around the source of the Kenning. So the Kennings are basically the elements. The first one is fire. We have, uh, I wrote down the order. So the first one, fire. Second is water. Third is earth. Four is water. Five is plants. And six is animals. Though no one knows, no one has the sixth Kenning. No Mm. one has been able to find it or discover it or anything like that. So the way it works is that the blessings are at a specific location. For the water kenning, for example, mm. you have to swim down into this very deep cavern in at the bottom of the ocean, mm. and half of the people drown. Right, you gotta live through it. You gotta live through it. So half of the people drown, and then half of the people discover that they can breathe underwater, and they come back up, and they have a water kenning. And there's different um, types within them as well. Um, For the plant kenning, for example, it's at this thing called the first tree, which is this gigantic tree. And in order to get the plants kenning, you have to go to the tree, stand near the roots, and it basically sucks you underground. And you either come up... Or you don't. Or you don't. And so... So... In That's order scary. to seek a kenning, you have to be willing to risk your life. Willing to risk your life. Okay. So the locations of all of the kennings also um, around the kennings built a society around them. So mm-hmm. for example, the water kenning, it's a very big like water kind of based culture, fishing villages. Mm-hmm. Um, and the water kenning, lots of like sailors, ships and kind of mariner kind of stuff like that 
the fire cutting is big mountains and um, they are the fire cutting is specifically gifted to these people called the fire giants hmm. and they are like nine feet tall big huge people um, the Plants Kenning is the Fornish people. If you look at the map, there's this big tree forest area called Forn. Right. And that's where the first tree is. All those people have plant uh, Kennings. They're green sleeves. They have like plant powers and they have like little mushrooms and <gasps> moss and stuff growing on their I arms and legs, that. which is super cute. Um, that's so cute. The Fornish are my favorite. Um, and the uh, <clears throat> last thing, I'll just say the earth kenning, which is different from plants, is like stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they it's can, like dirt and rocks. And yeah, stuff. they can either shape the rocks, they can, they're a juggernaut, and they can like oh. become rock. Oh. Which is super cool. That is cool. Um, or, this is another cool thing, part of the earth kenning is also um, being a bard is another possible kenning of the earth kenning where they can um change their voice change their appearance and overall be able to and have a memory where they can like remember everything wow so that they can tell the stories later that's crazy so with that in mind the narrator of this series is a bard mm. telling a story to a crowd and the way the story is communicated is him relaying it from what from kind of interacting with the characters that he's narrating it through so it's like any kind of typical high fantasy where it switches between different characters perspectives but all of them are told from this bard um and he does this cool thing where he throws like a stone down puff of smoke goes up and he becomes the person and it's Mm -hmm. cool um so right now we are everybody's living together there's different nations that have different issues going on Um, The fire giants are leaving their land and trying to conquer another. So they leave their land and they're going to across the sea and trying to conquer another. Now the fire giants are obviously gigantic fire people and it is scaly. scaly. (laughs) And they specifically go to a nation that has no kenning. That's not good. It's not good. That's not good sportsmanship. It's not good sportsmanship. (laughs) Um, And there is, uh, this particular nation has a lot of like wild animals and dangerous creatures and they walled up the city like have these high walls to protect themselves from these dangerous creatures. Remember that the animals kenning Wink, wink. Hasn't been discovered yet. Right. Um, So, there's those giants. And then, on the other side of... If you go on the other side of the land, there are these other giants that no one has seen before. These guys are like seven or eight feet tall. Not as big as the fire fire ones. But Mm. they're really, really skinny. Like, emaciated-looking skinny. Huh. And And they show up. They speak a very different language. No one knows what language they're speaking. Wow. They're in like these weird rags. Like they live in poverty or Uh something. And they're, and they constant, all of them hold this like tattered book. All of them have a copy of this tattered book that they cling to like it's, their life depends on it. Huh. And 
No one knows what's going on, but one of them shows up, scouts around, and talks to a couple of different characters, leaves, and then a whole bunch of them show up and kill everyone. <laughs> just the emaciated ones. The kill emaciated everyone? giants show up and just and fucking murder massacre everybody. And no one knows why. No one knows where they came from. They don't know their motivation. But they show up and kill everybody. A plague of giants. Yeah, that's a fucking plague if I ever heard one. So, nobody knows what's going on. Why are they showing up? All of this stuff. It And it's kind of another, like, there's a conspiracy here. We're discovering oh, yeah, more yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. They know things. That nobody else That knows. nobody else has ever known or heard about. They have technology, even though they like, they're extremely emaciated, they're kind of poor. They have techniques of being able to get across the water. Because that's another thing. If you travel too far out into the ocean, there are krakens everywhere. Right, there's monsters and shit. There's monsters and shit. So they have a way to travel so they can safely, safely away from the krakens. They have all of this information that nobody knows about and has ever discovered. Wild. So, super cool stuff. I could not put these books down. Um, But I will get into some one-star reviews. Okay, let's hear it. Because there were people that had to put the books down. (laughs) Right, they had to put it down. (laughs) All right, so one of these, which is hilarious to me, uh, this one-star review is titled, I Just Had to Ask. (laughs) And he says, uh, or this person um, says, have I read something wrong? What's going on in this book? Enjoyed greatly the Iron Druid books, but this open romp into gay family life is too much. <laughs> Did you say gay family life? <laughs> <laughs> I can't go beyond page 100 or so. Tell me I missed the point. I don't know what he's talking about. There's. <laughs> I keep saying he because I just feel like this is a man. Yeah, it's got to be a man. It's a... <laughs> no, but like. There's a couple of gay characters, but it's not, like, a central part to the story. You put a queer in the book? (laughs) I'm gonna hate these people. Okay, so that was one, which I thought was hilarious. I just love that. I just had to ask. I just had to ask. (laughs) This guy was having a full-blown crisis. Okay, and then there's this one. Not grand fantasy, more kitchen sink fantasy. (laughs) And this says um, that it was completed in the UK, so I'm going to do a British accent because it feels important. <laughs> I, here I am. i got to put my drink down. Hold on. <laughs> a poor change on style and pace from his Iron Druid rock. This contained too many inconsequential twee and downright boring characters. <laughs> Any action is destroyed by lack, this lack of depth as you do not care if anyone in it has a bad day or not. <laughs> anyone in it has a bad day or not. <laughs> As a result, I have no interest in the rest of what little story can be gleaned from this 600-page sleeping pill. <laughs> oh my god, people are, 
people in these one star reviews are so they are harsh. so unhappy they're so fucking hard that's what i mean every time we find a one star review we talk about how it's like it's they ruined it ruined their lives I, it's like, like there's so much more going on than this book it's like you you this book was actually so bad you ruined books for me <laughs> I won't be able to read any and in, glean any enjoyment out of any book no. ever again because that is how bad this book was. Yeah, I just, I was cracking up. Oh my God, that's fucking funny as hell. <laughs> my God. Um, I'm going to read a segment of one of my favorite moments. It's in the second book, but it's not a major spoiler. 10-4. Um, is it just two books? So funny far i believe it's just two books because i think this second book came out look at the copyright page in 2020 oh so this is very very new oh um oh that's sweet the (laughs) the dedication is for bards and storytellers and people who dream of a better world i just love some of these dedication pages are all sometimes they're really sweet and profound and then sometimes they're like for pam thanks it's 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 one or the other it's it's a very sweet profound like this book is for the readers this book is for the dreamers or it's like thanks emily this book is dedicated to my cat fergus for sitting by my computer you are such an inspiration thanks fergus all right well now that when we write a book because we both will write a book one day um, we're gonna have to do a really stupid dedication. It's gonna be important. Yeah, my dedication is gonna say, "For Maggie, I guess what a slut." Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? You were gonna read a part of the book for me. Okay. So I told you that the Fornish are my favorite. You did. Because they're these little tree people. You did. And one of the things they're very into tea, obviously because they love plants. Oh my God, they're just like you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, they're very into tea because they grow tea, they brew it, all of this stuff. And they go to another country mm-hmm. and they open up a tea shop. But guess what their tea shop is? It's a giant tree of that you can it go. Is. <laughs> you can go up into the tree. And have you could go up into the tree and have tea. Yes. So I'm gonna read you. Okay. So this is the part where they're going to visit the tea tree house. Mm-hmm. One of the Fornish clans has sent a green sleeve and a bunch of their people to create a tea house in a tree house. And accelerating the growth of this tree was an outstanding demonstration of the fifth kenning. There are some wee Fornish people in maroon waistcoats at the base of the tree who welcome paying customers to be the first to experience the red pheasant tea house. But they want to make sure people are intending to buy something before they ascend the tree. Mm-hmm. We climb the steps and marvel at how it smells, how it looks, the flowering vines draped around the trunk, and the birds already enjoying the shelter and chirping about it. We circled the trunk a couple of times on our way up to the first landing, and it already has us far above everyone's heads below. We can see the underside of several landings above us, and we're told at the first three landings that they're already full, and we'll have to keep climbing. So basically, the tables are grown out of tree branches so you walk onto a tree branch and you go and sit at a table that's grown out of the tree branch it's the cutest freaking thing that's so cute and it's my favorite part out of all of it (laughs) yes i'm tapping my little nails together because it's very important to me so good so that it's it's the cutest thing everyone should read this book 
But yeah, no, this book was so good. No peppers. There's no, no peppers. This is not a romance. There's some there's some people that are married, but no, this is not a romance. Um, but I would say if I could give it a star scale. You have to. Okay. I will give it mm. four out of five stars. Okay. It is really, really good. I do have some notes. Mm. Only because there are some characters that we get a perspective from mm. that... Uh, see, you're not a Game of Thrones person, but if I... I'm could, aware enough of Game well, of Thrones. Well, there's like... There are characters in Game of Thrones that I would read, like the Greyjoys, for example, if mm. anyone's listening knows about Game of Thrones. Anytime the Greyjoy storyline came up, I just didn't care. Like yeah. they were just, when when there's books with like a lot of characters, there's definitely like there are characters that like one I don't like them, two I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I skim around. So that would be the only thing that I would say I would change about this book is just like we don't I don't really need to see that character's perspective personally. Mm-hmm. I could do I could do without it and still enjoy the book and understand what's going on yeah so that is a plague of giants four out of five stars no peps no peps love that thank you that's so fun now would you say in terms of mouthfeel how would you describe it um you go first okay i'll go first in terms of mouthfeel hmm get the image of this is not it but like every time I'm like okay in terms of mouthfeel what is sweat and soap I'm like in my mind I'm biting into a deodorant bar (laughs) (laughs) look that is your reality and And, that is okay and I can't like I can't I'm currently trying to navigate past this intrusive thought but I can't because my brain is stuck on the texture of of biting into the deodorant bar because you can feel it can't you no but but it's but here's the thing we go soft and it crumbles we can go back to that base level of ourselves that wants to put things in our mouth yeah like when we were kids listen this is that we want to eat the play-doh okay sure so fuck it (laughs) sweat and soap is you (laughs) sweat and soap is you take a deodorant bar and you twirl it all the way up and you you take a big bite out of it and it's soft and it crumbles in your mouth and it smells like fresh linen and flowers and then you spit it out because it's not good to eat um but you did need to know what it felt like in your mouth and (laughs) then you have to go wash out your mouth (laughs) and then you have to go wash out your mouth all the while your so is in the living room like why the fuck did you just do that you fucking weirdo and then you're like will you marry me and they're like i guess and that's sweat and soap that's sweat and soap okay so I want you to know that I have not thought about this at all. I never think about it until right before. It's very important not to. It's you really, very important not to. Because you want to get those intrusive thoughts. Yes. When you're describing things in terms of mm-hmm. mouthfeel. Uh, for me, Plague of Giants, in terms of mouthfeel, mm-hmm. you're falling through a cavern. Yes. The wind is blowing. Mm-hmm. You're flailing. Okay. I'm there. There's stones. There's stone like like boulders like shooting out of the cliffs like they're moving and you're just you're just barely getting dodging them you're just barely dodging them 
uh, you got some weird bone armor on, and it's oh. cla- and it's clattering. Oh, there's a a bone a big boulder shoots out, and there's a big old jaguar that's like jaguar, <laughs> like a jaguar <laughs> that's standing on it, and he growls at you, but you're still falling. And then you, and, and then a tree branch, you catch it, and you're okay. And then you get up and you um, sip some tea. And then you have to get your scrolls out and figure out what the hell is going on. You sip the tea. You throw the teacup over your shoulder. <laughs> you whip out your map like your door the Explorer. And you say, <laughs> and you say what the hell is going on? You say, what the hell is going on? And uh, that would be uh, a Plague of Giants in terms of mouthfeel for me. Love it. I think that's the most chaotic one I've ever done. Thank you all so much for coming to our podcast today. This has been Jillian. I'm Maggie. That's me. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Thank you and good night or good morning or good afternoon. listening to our show for more content from us follow us on tiktok and instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons if you want to follow either of us individually you can find me maggie on instagram and tiktok at tea with margaret and jillian on instagram and tiktok at jillian Keishlin art we'll put in the description how to spell that leave us a comment and say hi guys we would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read any book reviews any books you'd like us to recommend in the future also please be lovely and leave us a review on apple podcasts give us a little sassy little review tell us we sound nice (laughs) also next week we are going to be discussing a book review of gideon the ninth so if you want to join in and have spoiler-free listening, go ahead and read that book. Love you.